The first 48 hours were spent in an interrogation room, trying to persuade the moronic detectives I hadn't tried to kill my own brother. They were convinced if I didn't put the bullets in him myself, then I was somehow responsible for what happened to him. I told them all to get fucked. The last 48 hours were spent looking for Mitch, my fucking father. I slipped from the back leather seat of my car, and before I could even close the door, I was swarmed. Endless condolences and questions, pats on the back, sympathy, pity. It was all unwanted. The exposure was even more annoying. My desperation for a distraction overshadowed my better judgment, and before I could rethink it, my attention turned to the nearest hopeful notch. She batted her eyelashes for the hundredth time, officially going into overkill. She was perfect for what I had in mind. One flash of a smile and she was instantly on me. Her breasts pressed against my chest when I caught her. My hands instantly sought out her ass. And when I felt the soft globes under my hand, disappointment flared. Nothing, not even a twitch. This chick made my dick want to deflate and die. I was thinking of ways to change my mind without embarrassing her, because I wasn't a complete dick, at least not to people who didn't affect me. It was backward, and it would only make sense to someone who walked in my shoes. It was a good thing I had lifted my hands when I did, or I would have lost them when the blonde was snatched away and thrown on the ground. My eyes refused to believe what was taking place before me. But when her fist reeled back, I snapped into action, saving the face of the wide-eyed girl who wasn't expecting to get her face pummeled for being groped by me. What are you doing, Lake? I managed to keep my tone level while holding onto her wrist for dear life. The rage in her eyes was not to be mistaken. If I hadn't been so surprised, I would have been turned on. What am I doing? What are you doing? She snatched her arm away and shot me a look meant to maim. My dick jumped in my jeans. Ah, there it is. You disappear for days, and the first time I see you, I find you with your hands all over the nearest skank. It's not that big of a deal. It was a lie. I knew what I was doing when I grabbed the girl, who had already run off, clutching her head in pain. Who knew Little Lake was a scrapper. The hell it isn't, asshole. Now that pissed me off. My nostrils flared, and the beginnings of a headache stirred. I just needed to do what I came to do and leave. That was the plan. Not feeling up random chicks in the school parking lot and fighting with Lake in the open for everyone to see. Let's go. I walked away without looking back, knowing she would follow, and didn't stop until I reached one of the empty classrooms that served more as an oversized storage closet. I can remember over the years wanting to pull Lake in one of those very rooms and committing forbidden and uncensored acts against her body. Where have you been? She asked as soon as we were inside. I willed my heart on away and released a breath for patience before responding. Look, I'm sorry I disappeared. How are you? Pissed. And I don't know, maybe hurt? Where were you? I had to figure shit out. I didn't want to tell her about the two-day interrogation, and then my endless search for Mitch, because worry was the last thing I wanted to see in her eyes. She had managed to make me care despite my best offenses. 
The look she gave me was full of disappointment. But how could you just leave Kanan alone like that? He isn't safe as long as my father is out there. And he has John. But he needs you too. You're his bro- Don't. Don't say that. I've known since the beginning Kanan was my brother. But it didn't make others knowing any easier. Especially now. I may have been cold and cruel. But I never wanted Kenan to find out the way he did. Now I was forced to wait while my brother died in some fucking hospital to see how much damage I'd caused. Or if he would forgive me.